We speak now to police spokesperson Sally De Beer. A very good uh, evening to you. And thank you so much for speaking to us. Just how widespread is this practice and is it recent? Um, look, they always have been. And good evening. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you. Um, we have experienced hoaxes and false reports um, consistently, but lately there's definitely been an increase in it. And while um, the police also use social media platforms to interact with the community, um, this uh, is really unproductive and actually can have far-reaching repercussions. Hmm. I'm just wondering in terms of vetting claims within the police system, do you not have that where if somebody calls with... um a, a, a hoax or what t- may turn out to be a hoax? Do you not have internal checks and balances? Well, look, we, we do obviously monitor our social media platforms, Twitter and Facebook, um, looking for these type of reports, and mm. then we follow up on it. Um, but following up on it really takes a lot of manpower. Um, for example, the incident yesterday in Naledi and Soweto, it just started going viral but that a girl had been abducted in a quantum giving the registration number. The station commander in the lady and a, a whole lot of his personnel spent the afternoon tracing the taxi driver concerned, tracing the person from whom the uh, tweet originated and getting to the bottom of the story, which was not correct. It was completely incorrect. That's a lot of manpower that's taken off the street a manpower that should be fighting and preventing crime, not running around checking up on social media um, posts. Mm. So basically there are platforms where um, the community can report real incidents of crime, real incidents of abductions, of kidnappings, of sexual offences, where they can be followed up. Social media is not really the platform to report a specific incident. It's a platform to get people talking and to create awareness around these horrific crimes that have been committed. Is there, or can you give us a sense of the amount of resources you expend when you, you know, follow up on these false reports? Is there a way of circumventing that? I think sometimes there's some people who do it out of good faith to rally the community to help the police, which is what you want, a partnership with the citizenry of this country. Um, Look, we would actually encourage people to use other platforms to report an emergency. 10111, there's even Crime Stop um, where you can report anonymously a crime that's taken place. So that is preferable, or even going to a police station, then reporting an emergency on social media. But when we talk about repercussions, we can talk about an incident that happened in KwaZulu-Natal earlier this week. On Monday night, after um, an individual had posted a Facebook post stating that a, a certain group of persons in Kwamashu were um, trafficking in human body parts and abducting women, um, the, there was a violent protest in Komashu, and the police responded. The police were shot at, they had to return fire, and um, in, in this, uh, two persons were, were shot, uh, and, and one person died. So a post on social media had huge ramifications in this instance, and, and that's what people must just be responsible if it's an emergency situation or it's a situation, a case where you can go to the police 
anonymously tip them or, or register a case, that is much more preferable than going the social media route and, and causing actual crimes to be committed, first of all, people to lose their lives, and in the other instance, a huge waste of police manpower. All right. so, for example, where, where people um, falsely report crimes, that the case in Natal as well, where the mother alleged was hijacked and the baby snatched and we found out it was a completely false claim, you can be charged with defeating the ends of justice and the police can take civil action to um, reclaim the money spent on the fruitless um, search and, and investigation.